Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Alcohol. The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. You're listening to Brand Dragons. That was our favorite intro ever. The big brother. What really? No. <laughs> Just yeah, fair, but I mean we we didn't have a lot to go on, like given what we've no. put out into the world so questionable. Questionable. Yeah. Um How are you? How am I? Great question. So I spent Easter Sunday, I watched Goodfellas, I watched Coco, I watched Incredibles 2, I watched Frozen 2. No, you're stuck. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, a, a heady, a heady combo of sadness films, to be honest. Coco would literally send you right over the cliff, wouldn't it? Amazing film, though, if anyone hasn't watched it, because Kira got the trial for Disney Plus, so we're in it now, I think. But you don't just pay for it, it's like four euro. No, we will, but we were we were in a rush <laughs> to get to watch Emperor's New Groove, which I spend my whole <laughs> life not liking. I thought I thought that, do you know the bit where, this would only make sense if you watch The Emperor's New Group, but you know when it goes back to, do you know the way he, he, Cusco is narrating the story and it's like, oh yeah, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here or whatever. Do you know when it gets back to him when it's like raining in the jungle and whatever? I thought the movie ended there. So. Right. I just love how you were in a so rush to watch, watch that. Well, okay, I wasn't in a huge rush. Kira was in a huge rush and I was very, I was on board. I was being a supportive housemate and friend, so. Okay, fair enough. Watched the second one. Have you watched Kronk's New Groove? No, I've, I did watch The Emperor's New Groove and then they had the series on Disney Channel, which was irritating because it was always on. So I don't think I mm-hmm. like it. Fair, like Cusco's not a good character, though. Do you know what I mean? Like he is. Now, I know. 
His name is Couscous. No, Cusco. Oh. Cusco. <laughs> Couscous is a better name, in fairness. More of, a lamb, uh, more of a lamb and aim, I think. Like, um, yeah, sorry. So that's what I did. And then we're here today. I made porridge bread, which if anyone saw my Instagram, did not go well. And that's about the height of it, I'm going to be honest. What have you been up to and how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, painted my bedroom yesterday, which has kind of improved it a good bit. I'm getting a new bed. My new bed is due this week, so... I'm upgrading from a single Excellent. to a mini double. My so tiny little room. Did you order a frame and a mattress and bits, or I ordered the frame from Jisk, my new favorite place in the whole world. I got my hammock on Jisk. I got the bed frame on Jisk. That's here. It's downstairs. Um, I'm waiting for the mattress to come from IKEA and the bed clothes. And then I got my duvet and pillows in Tesco. Every little bloody helps. Would Jisk do spawn with us? I wonder. Hopefully. I like I don't even know where I got disc from, but I'm obsessed with it. We keep saying it you get the disc. Of, you get the disc. Is it opening up by IKEA or did I make that up? Like the actual shop, or is it open somewhere else? Are you are you serious? It's coming to Ireland. Yeah. It's, Ireland. it's all there's one opening in Yall in Cork, or it's already open. I'm gonna Google it. And there's one either open in Dublin Jisk. or it is Jisk. going to open. Just, just to open seven new shops here for in the first half of 2020. That was January. Oh my God. That probably won't happen <laughs> realistically. Yeah, fair. There's one in Ace. What? Oh. I, mine yeah. all came from like Denmark or somewhere. Well, it's a Danish What's company. Danish? It's Danish Denmark. Denmark. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Seems, seems apt then, this confusion... Um, that we're talking about a, a a subject that often leaves us confused and amused. No, that's not a good link. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a stretch, but I was already into it. So massive stretch, <laughs> tenuous, tenuous. Tell me what we're talking about. We're talking about drinking. Way, way, <laughs> mega legends. Actually, sorry. Before we get into any of this, can we preface this by saying because we would probably get in trouble if we don't. Maybe visit and drink responsibly and don't don't we're not endorsing anything that we talk about in this podcast if we're talking about any of our past events. Um it's just a conversation. So yeah. Life is hard enough. Um you wanted to talk about this and I you had a load of like well, like we obviously both agreed we do it, but you thought it was you came up with it and I was like, do you know what that's actually kind of genius because of the way people are like because of what's going on it seems like people are drinking more than ever I'd love to know the stats like yeah no I care I was thinking like I was painting my room obviously and I was like what are we going to do tomorrow I was like we could do I was like what am I doing like that I, what bandwagons am I jumping on and I was like we could do DIY we could do painting your house which is like wouldn't get very much minutes out of <laughs> we could <laughs> And then I was like, well, what else am I doing with my days? And we landed on drinking, which is not good. Yeah, it's not like, I mean, in not, no, not every day. Yeah. Just so like, I think, I think there's a thing to be said for like the good and the bad. So like, obviously, I think when you enjoy it in moderation, like drink is great. And obviously we did that virtual cocktail class the other day that Tolmar Jew very kindly invited us to. 
and like we learned how to make three extremely easy whiskey cocktails, which yeah, I so would not have done or would have learned probably had this not been a thing. And like, it's kind of a mad thing to do. Like you're, you're meeting some lad over Skype who you've never met before, who's a rep for a company, who's teaching you like these cocktails and doing spoken word and whatever. Spoken word is class. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I love that. He did this, um, what was his name? Kevin. Kevin from Kev. Georgia. Yeah, Kev. I actually texted him yesterday. I was like, what day were we doing it? I ran out of sugar syrup, but I texted him. I was like, hi, Kevin. <laughs> Bring here. Just Bring here. Just wondering how you make sugar syrup. And he's like, it's literally sugar and water. <laughs> uh, yeah, I made it myself again in the honey syrup. But nice like this, I can't believe we're the people now who have honey syrup and sugar syrup in our presses. Like, do you know? Yeah. But I'm loving, I'm loving seeing people do like their quarantine recipes or like uh, Sinead Warren on Insta. She's a fan of the show, so hopefully she's listening. But she does loads of food and drink bits on her Insta. And she's had a recipe, she'd a recipe up for an espresso martini and a quarantini and they looked really easy. So I like that and I like the creative element from that. But I would have to agree with you. Like I, my relationship to drink has changed a lot. And I would say in the lead up to the pandemic, I had, I really didn't drink that much at all. And it reduced yeah. it like quite a lot. And now I am drinking probably... Like at least once a week, but definitely more. Like at least two or three times a week, but like even once a week is a lot more than what I was previously drinking, which is kind of mad to think about. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm not even gonna think about what I was drinking compared to what I'm drinking now, because I'll just get sad, or my mom will listen to this and give it out to me. Um, yeah, but it's just something to get you through. Like, isn't it? Or it's not, is it even? Like, I don't really know why I drink when I've nowhere to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, well, and that's, but that's the interesting thing about it, I think. Like, to be honest, I don't know, because I was never, for a very, 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 very long time, like I'm talking about up until probably the last two years, like I, like I drank to get drunk and that was it, right? Yeah. Like, all the time. like I know sometimes, like that's just what people do. Like it's a means to an end for them to get to a feeling. Um, but like that's not a healthy way to approach. I wanna get to a feeling. <laughs> I wanna get to a feeling. That's for LGBT fans. Thanks so much, Carrie Jepson. Um <laughs> but yeah, and then it got to to be honest, and that's kind of why I tried so hard to pull back because it was getting to a point for me where I would be like going to stuff. Like I recognized in myself that like obviously like drink is a toxin, drink is a depressant. And when you kind of struggle with your mental health anyway, like, and as you get older, the hangovers don't get easier. It was getting to a point for me where I was like, okay, like I have to, tr I have to at least try. Like I can't just wake up and be depressed and be like, oh, never again. Like I have to try. So for me, it was like, I always had to have something in my hand. And that's also because I'm absolutely addicted to my phone. So if I didn't have my phone, I would have a drink. Um, and I just, obviously you feel more confident when you're drinking, blah, blah, whatever. So like, I've just started like, buying cokes or whatever and it's the whole thing of as well like I because I'm driving a lot more and I like to get home and I don't like spending money on taxis and the buses don't run late enough like I that's a lie you love spending money on taxis I do love spending money on taxis I'm that's that is a lie that is I can't be violated like that but I would rather <laughs> drive home in the order of in the order of I would rather spend money on petrol than spend money on taxis 
sorry Brenna Fox if you're listening but um so yeah I don't know it's just been I kind of started doing it again when I went home because like the zoom quizzes and whatever and you're trying to do it as if you're socializing and like it's like a normal night out even though like it's absolutely the furthest thing from normal um and I'm back on the gin and I went off gin for a while because I really couldn't get over the fact that it just tasted like Christmas trees oh my god it does doesn't it like but in a good way I used to say it tasted like earwax but I think I was just drinking shit gin yeah that's the thing but that's the thing as well we got sent that grey Somali gin and that's divine so I yeah, got to that. And I also like, oh, Hendrix it, whatever I got onto yeah. Hendrix and I, there's no oh, looking Hendrix. back as well like, yeah. yeah no once you're on the good stuff like cork dry gin get fucked like do you know yeah absolutely um, but yeah I started drinking that and it's just but like there is a weird feeling about as you said sitting at home and being drunk with nowhere to go like it's a bit I don't know I don't really like it yeah like I would, I really enjoy tasting different drinks, if that makes sense. So like before this, even like I would have bought a few like craft beers and stuff just to try and you'd have like one or two of an evening. But like on Saturday night, like I probably had two bottles of wine <laughs> and I had nowhere to go. <laughs> is, was... is, it, is it an Irish thing though or is it... Like it obviously is the boredom, like don't get me wrong, but like I think it's mad how like just and it's such a stigma, but sometimes I think are we do we just fulfill the stigma every day of like Irish being alcoholics when you think of the fact that like no matter what the occasion, a lot of people turn to drink. I don't want to make a sweeping generalization there, but like whether you're celebrating, whether you're like weddings, funerals, yeah, pandemics, they all seem to come back to this one thing it's I just think it's so mad that how much like it it makes up our identity it totally does I just walked past like I just went for a lap of sanctuary there and I walked past and the carry out is like has this massive big sign outside it and it's like open daily from eight to four like and they just want everyone to know because people will go like just mm. like it's definitely it's not an essential shop I don't know why it's open but just mad how that's deemed like one of the important things that we need. I'd love to see what would happen if they like ran the town dry, like in the beer baron episode of The Simpsons. Like, do you know what I mean? Especially during a time like this, like, would we all come out like with mega mind brains? Do you know what I mean? We'd all come out like knowing eight languages because we're so disciplined because we're not drinking. I don't think so personally, but can you no, imagine? I think, I think we'd start huffing paint or something. I think we'd start fighting each other. Like I think, yeah. it, I think it could genuinely lead to civil war. But it's yeah, just very. the thing as well. Like obviously, this isn't this isn't a thing of like the whole thing of when they introduced the restrictions and it was kind of they weren't te- initially when they were like we're not telling pubs to close, but some of them did because they were like recognized what was going on, and then obviously when it was announced that the pubs would be closing, I'm sure there were some stories about. Did one of you tell me this? I say one of you because Shane is on the line, but he's muted, so you can't hear him. But was there some story about someone walking through Temple Bar after the yeah. and the place was clearly full of people and the bouncer was like, walk along there, you didn't see anything. And I'm just kind of like, how, like, how important is a pint to you that you'd be willing to put so many people at risk for a pint? Do you know? Yeah. 
I do miss pints so I miss pints so much um, did you try the you tried the Guinness can trick thing did you I tried Guinness I bought so I bought a lot of Guinness I got 20 24 cans for 28 euro on Tesco guys if you're looking um, but they I didn't think I've only got into Guinness in probably the last year and I'd like to think now that I know the difference between a good pint of Guinness and a bad pint of Guinness and I really was expecting the cans to be a shit pint of Guinness and it was surprisingly very nice oh there you go which is worrying now because I have nice Guinness at my fingertips. Oh, imagine you were like your man who touches... How many... Gold. What? Well, who's your man and everything he touches turns to gold? But imagine that was you and everything you touch turned to Guinness. You just, just when you said Guinness at your fingertips, it just came into my head. <laughs> yeah, how many cans of Guinness do you reckon I could drink in one night? That could be a fun IGTV. different definitions of the word fun for you to do or fun to watch I don't know I just feel like there would be an element of fun both yeah I do think my stomach would never forgive me like I think you'd be physically able to but I don't know meant like I feel like there's a a definitive cutoff point like I'd say you could do eight and then I could could easily do eight okay (laughs) mega legend (laughs) Uh, I could easily do eight. You're not going anywhere. I think at a push, I could probably do 12. If I have the time, like. We have nothing but time, those things. So (laughs) this is where things get into dodgy territory. Um, When did you first start drinking? I was a very good girl. And I'm not just saying this because my parents listen. I genuinely didn't drink till I was probably my, like, drink without my parents know until I was 17 and a half. Like, I. And like mainly because I had nowhere to be drinking. Like there was no, it wasn't at teenage discos. I wasn't like hanging out in fields. Like I just, I genuinely had nowhere to go. I wasn't going yeah. out doing anything old. And my friends were all pretty much the same. We were, yeah, we were just good girls. Um, So I was probably 17 and a half and I went to a couple of house parties and I would bring like a can in my handbag or maybe two cans at a push. Oh, CD, CD, yeah. But that was it, and that was like maybe. Did you just not want to either? Did you just not want to drink? I was very like I'm still to this day. I'm very like, oh, what's the word? I'm very anxious that my mom will find out everything that I'm doing wrong. Like she just had a way of finding shit out, so I knew. Yeah. I knew I'd be caught if I did it. Like so, and it just didn't seem worth it. And also, like. I just had nowhere to be, like the opportunities never came up so yeah. it wasn't really it wasn't as if it was like a thing that I was like showing up to things sober when all my friends were like knacker drinking we just I just yeah. never was in a position where knacker drinking was a thing yeah. but like I would have had maybe like the odd glass of wine or my dad used to give us like white wine and seven up at Christmas or something like a you know but yeah. he, he didn't he didn't want it he didn't like it you so just did it just did it yeah because you could when did, did you start to be a mega legend? I was 16. Um and I was it was a uh, an older family member's it was a significant birthday but I can't remember what it was. And they all there was like champagne and whatever like the, not champagne or like prosecco. Jesus champagne, sorry. Oh, exposing oh. prosecco being served. 
and I was given a glass and there was kind of nothing said about it. Do you know that kind of way? Like it was like, like it was, I was very much a test, right? And it was a test that I completely failed. Um, so I was like, okay, class. So I had a glass and like on the presumption that I'd been served this class, I kept pouring for myself and I might've had like, I don't think I had any more than like three glasses, right? And I remember being very crystal clear that I was like, I am, I'm drunk. Like, what have I done? Like, oh my God. Oh no. Because I was like, oh my God, legend, I'm drunk, whatever, blah, blah. And I wasn't like hammered, but like I was definitely just, it's the bubbles. Let's blame the bubbles. Um, And I remember like being in the sitting room and like I could feel, like it felt like my head was like lolling loads and it probably wasn't, but like I was like, (laughs) So having a conversation with myself in my head to be like, do not say anything because the minute you open your mouth, I feel like you'll expose yourself. Um, and I think I went in another stage to pour myself another glass. And one of my older cousins was like, eh, I don't think so. Um, I was like, fuck. And then I think I went up to the bathroom and I kind of went up to like get away from people because I was like the minute anyone asks me anything, if it's not already obvious, which it 100% was, I was like, I'm going to rattle myself. So I went up and I was kind of on the stairs and my mom came up to me and like she knew and she was just like, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this tomorrow. And I was like, fuck, why? Like, and I remember being in bed and like, it honestly feels like, do you know when you go to sleep like after a mad night out, it feels like you're in a washing machine or something like. You're <laughs> like yeah, you're just spinning like. I kind of at that vibe. Now, like my my friend group had been drinking before this and I'd hung out with them, but I hadn't been drinking. And I remember going up to... Peace Park in Cork for a friend's birthday in Cork City and they had all gotten naggins and like they one of them was like drinking it straight and like thought she could breathe fire like now we were like 15 like so forgive us for being like absolute dopes um so would have done that but like didn't really because again like I probably could have asked my brother and sister but didn't out of the fear that they would rash on me um yeah um that kind of summer after then and kind of after I turned 16 we would have gone places and gotten see we could ring carry out right and they'd rarely check ID so like the thing was you'd ring the carry out in I won't yeah you'd ring the carry out wherever and like you'd order it and they'd deliver it to you or they'd deliver it somewhere or you'd get someone even who even had ID to like collect it and they'd drop it to you because you could pay over you pay my card or whatever um, so I would have drank a lot of what if you had a, ca- a debit card but you weren't old enough to drink? I got a debit card for after my junior start. I don't think I was allowed one. The only reason I got one because was I went to um, CTYI in Dublin. So just get oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Just to bring that up again. Um, <laughs> uh, Center for Talented Youth Ireland. Um, sorry, but anyway, so I could try to convince. <laughs> because cider was like the the drink of choice initially yeah anyway so I was like right I'll drink cider or whatever blah 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 like didn't like it like I've spent so many years drinking stuff that I just did not like a yeah. lot of time drinking now I kind of would drink it now again but like drank a lot of Copperberg like a lot of Bulmer's Berry like a lot of sugar on my teeth do you know I don't know and then uh, then Captain Morgan's was my uh is it Captain Morgan or Captain Morgan? It is Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, I'm adding an S an S there. Then Captain Morgan and Fanta was my buzz. 
That's fucking yeah. sick, man. Yeah. You're just like drinking, I don't know, just liquid sugar, like. Yeah, completely and utterly, like, yeah. Um. Yeah, and now I've kind of graduated on to... I'm a, I'm a mainly a Guinness drinker now. All right, Guinness since when? Ah, uh, would you stop? Since like the last year. <laughs> Copy that. With you. What? Well, I'd like, I like. I always get Guinness with you, like. Yeah, but well, like if you're if you're in the shop and you're buying something for home, what would you buy to drink? What's your like your? What's your drink like? Like I would like buy wine. Wa- it was gin for ages, and as I said, I kind of went off gin. And I'm back on gin now, but like I replaced that with vodka and coke. Oh yeah. Mad. Yeah, I wouldn't have said you were a Guinness drinker, but I welcome to the club here. There you go. I just don't like beer. I just I've liked. I for love some... beer. I don't like beer. I I like... kind of like Corona, maybe slightly less given everything that's gone on. But <laughs> I know that's not their fault. Um, I love yeah, I love blonde. Wheat beer, my absolute favorite, like Blue Moon or something. Anything blonde, obsessed. Okay, tell me, what was your worst ever hangover? I've so many. It's not even funny because, as I said, like I was just like, oh, like I was just so drinking to excess, which is not a buzz, like for my teenage years and kind of most of college. Um, but. There was, I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but there was the time, this is absolutely me fucking name dropping again, sorry, but um, when we went backstage at James Blunt and met him with that guy that I was like obsessed with, um, we'd we'd obviously been drinking and like, given now your man that I was obsessed with and brought, he was seven years older than me, could handle his drink. I was obviously just a bigger guy, right? Um, So... I, um, we were pinting for the whole thing. So we must have had like at least six pints to the concert, right? Then we got backstage and there was like loads of drink there. And there was the only thing there that I could see was like red wine. So I started on that. So I must have had two or three classes of that. Again, I don't usually drink red wine, but it was a case of I'm going to keep drinking because I am so nervous because I'm backstage with James Blunt. I'm also with this guy that I really fancy. Um, and the following day, because I think the gig was a Thursday and the Friday because I didn't have college on Fridays, I was flying to see Ben Howard in Cologne with our friend, Dr. Ashling, who's previously on the podcast. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we were getting like a kind of a late-ish flight. Um, so I, so that all happened anyway. I don't remember leaving the three arena. Um, we went to Grand Social after, again, don't remember any of this, don't really remember getting home. Kind of vaguely remember being in a taxi home. Um, I uh, wake up and my house, my mom is after ringing my housemate at the time because she can't get through to me on my phone. I have no phone. I obviously need to get a flight in like four or five hours, right? So I was yeah. like, okay, I need to find my phone. I was like, um, I think they belong to someone else. And we deduced like it was in the Grand Social. I need to go collect it, whatever. That's where I find my phone was sending me to. So I was getting the bus in. And like, I was just like, just getting sick in my mouth and like having to. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I spew on the bus. Like, do you know what I mean? I can't do that. So that's the whole way in and the whole way back. And then obviously I then have to like pull, pull my shit together, pack, go to the airport, 
and we're going through security. And I kind of hadn't told Ash what I was doing or whatever. Ash didn't realize like how badly hungover I was. And we were going through security. And I was like, I am, I'm going to get sick again. Like, do you know that kind of dry even where you really think you're going to get sick? Like it was yeah. that again. It was like, oh my God, you're going to get us kicked out of the airport or like you're going to get us put on some kind of watch list. Um, but we made it through anyway and it was fine. The funny thing about that then is though, we went to, we went over to... We were in Cologne, obviously, and we were at the concert. And I feel like German gate goers are very different to Irish gate goers. Because um, we got our drink beforehand and we were obviously drinking it, whatever. And then we tried to spog it, which is a word which people are going to be like, what do you mean? Which is basically like, not a word. It's like you hide your drink to come back to it later. So we had like, bought, like loads of drink left, like, like three quarters of a, a shoulder. Actually, let's talk drink measurements. So like you've been nagging. Yeah. Which a nagging what's after a nagging for you a nagging a shoulder 70 cl and a liter okay so i had this conversation with my house the other day as well get your um, daddy naggins away from me no i don't say daddy nagging but my jack my housemate who's from Camel, says daddy nagging but i would have said nagging double nagging double nagging double nagging and then double nagging slash shoulder and then a liter that's it isn't it nagging yeah yeah before you get into your magnums and all that yeah but then some people would use shoulder for a liter anyway no that matters but we had like three quarters of i think it was a liter of alcohol and we hid it behind this it was was very few places to hide it i can't remember the venue in clone um and there was a gate it was there was a gate on it but the gate was open at the time and we were like it'll be fine we'll come get it after um so we were in there and they have this cool thing where like you get your, you pay a deposit for the cup if you bring it back, whatever, but like at this stage we were already hammered and we were drinking more at the gig and like everyone else at the gig was very much not hammered, not even remotely on that buzz. And like, it's not a mad buzzy gig anyway, it's been Howard, right? But like people were so dry and we were trying to like move up the front and people were so, so, so ratty. And then we came out after and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. And we went to try and get our drink and the gate to the place was closed, which we could not get in. So we were after like leaving all this drink behind. We were fuming. And we passed this little stall place where they were selling like little cans of stuff. So we got them like little Alcapop things. I'm so depressed thinking about it. And then we just went somewhere and got like happy hour strawberry daiquiris. Strawberry daiquiris were a drink that I was like led to believe was like the epitome of grown up. You like, love strawberry daiquiris. I love strawberry daiquiris, but they're not alcohol. They're slushies. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's how you love them. Yeah, that's very true. I don't really like strong drinks. Sorry, just uh, when you said the gate there, do you remember that night um, in DCU when we tried to go back to your apartment in DCU and it was me, Jazz and Oshin, I think, and I tried, I thought I could hop the accommodation gate and I fell backwards off it. Do you remember that? Were you there yes. for that? Yeah. I don't think I was there for a prior you telling me. I've never had so many bruises. That was bad. Oh God. Annihilated yourself. Yeah, I've been like... So that just stood there and watched me fall, like, standing upright Sorry. in the gate, fully backwards onto my back on, like, six-foot drop. And they just stood, stood oh, there for a second. Oh, six-foot drop. How high are those gates? They're definitely six-foot. Otherwise, actually, I would have gone... Actually, they might have been six-foot. No, they're yeah. probably... They're probably seven or eight-foot. They're foot, probably higher, five actually. Yeah. Who can say where the road is? Um, but yeah, I gave up. Do you remember I gave up drink for like six months in college? Yeah. And I was shit back ever. No way. I lost so much weight though. That was the only thing. I looked incredible after it. Um, yeah. I 
you said you were shit crack. You still tried to come to everything. But the thing was, doing that in college is such a tricky time when, again, all of the socialising revolves around drinking, like. Yeah, I used to go to all the pre-drinks and then just go home. Me and you had so many fights with when I wasn't drinking and you were. Do you remember that? No, no? not really. That's all I right. don't fight again on the podcast, like. If it um, I don't remember what it was about. I just remember we used to fight a lot because one of us was drunk and one of us was sober. <laughs> well, that's always the way I think. Like, it's so hard to, if you're sober, like, it, I think it's, and someone else is drunk. Like, to be honest, even if they're good crack, you probably end up getting annoyed. Like, yeah. It's yeah, a tricky one. I'd love to do it to challenge myself, but again, like, it's really, really hard. Even like I did. I did dry January and like I say I did dry January but I had to take a weekend off because it was my sister's hen and like initially I wasn't gonna like I was gonna be really strict on it but like you don't want to be the person and there's nothing wrong with not drinking like I know so many people who don't drink like Ashton Keenan who also private education is a mega legend and doesn't drink I just purely by choice like don't think I ever had a really bad experience or whatever just was ne- never interested in her like but it's this whole thing of the stigma of being the person in the corner and this whole thing of how Irish people just can't let it go when you're not drinking. And I'd say you found that when you were on it, where people were like, are you not drinking? And then you'd have to go, you'd just be like, I'm on medication. Say it was someone you didn't really know and you weren't massively comfortable being like, I'm on reaction. And they'd be like, I have three, you could probably have one. And you're like, no, I legit, like I legitimately can't or I could. Really I love the drama though. I love being like, no, listen, like I'm stocked with orders. I just loved having something to talk about about myself my mom doesn't drink though she never drank in her whole life never never taken a sip um which I didn't I don't find weird because it's just all I've ever known but like it's career handy we always have a lift home oh didn't I bring me wine or something before one of the first times I visited and then I was like your mom doesn't drink wine like idiot well, my dad my dad does though so oh okay well if Kevin drank it that's okay Kevin definitely drank that I wouldn't worry about it um yeah as I said I'd love to challenge myself and do it but I just don't think I have I have more willpower than I thought and I'm proud of myself that I do really think I can go out now and not drink but the other thing is though I find when I'm not drinking I get tired way more quickly yeah absolutely like I'll stop drinking I'll be able to stay out all night and it's like no like the drink actually helps with that quite a lot which is extremely yeah and also anytime I've given up drink for um a period like of a couple of months or more the next time I go back on the drink I have nearly the worst nights not the worst nights of my life the worst hangovers of my whole life it's happened like twice or three times like just really bad I won't even get into them because they're very embarrassing um drunk texting is obviously something that happens a lot when you are drunk hence the name do you remember I drunk emailed the HSE yes that was good so I was researching I was doing a, a project on something that I need to contact the HSE about and I think I had a draft of my emails during college and um, got so hammered woke up the next morning don't literally don't know how I did it because it wasn't even like I emailed them being like hey sexy you up like it was like I it was like I copied and pasted something into the draft as well like it was mad incoherent, like just numbers and letters. And then it was just like, kind regards, Phil Jones. 
was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I was like, they're not going to get back to me now, even when I email them seriously, being like, here, I need a statement on something. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember as well? It was one of the college balls, and it was me, you, and Kerry McIntyre, and we wanted to go home. I think I can't remember if it was me or Kerry, but we wanted to go home. <laughs> oh, I just remember this. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go home. I, I'm going to say it was me for just for the story. I was, and I wanted to go home. I was staying in your apartment and couldn't find you, and then I found you and was like, "Where were you?" Like I was texting you. I need to go home right now, and. You were like you didn't you didn't text me and we like took out my phone and I'd Googled I need to go home right now. <laughs> oh God. Kerry was there if she didn't do Kerry, it. Kerry was definitely there in a part of it. I just can't remember how. Yeah, I know I'm the queen of drunk texting still to this day. I need to grow out of it. One of these days I will grow out of it. Truly like at least you haven't drunk texting on like LinkedIn or something. Mm. Who was I drunk texting recently? Uh, Ziz, our good friend Ziz. We were drunk texting each other. Yeah, I sent her a really funny picture where I thought I could fit my whole fist in my mouth. No context, like, yeah, that was funny. True Tides, best friends of them. (laughs) True Tides, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm just searching the word drunk in our group conversation and there's one... I think I asked you how you, I think you were up blind boy or something. I asked you how you were getting on and you were like, I'm a bit too drunk for this event. <laughs> well, I was up blind boy. Yeah. Was that which one, which time? I'm not sure. It would have been 2018, I think. That's, I feel like I was with James Hazel. I'm a bit too drunk for this event. I'm mad. Could have been, yeah. Sounds a bit like me, all right. Would have been, uh, would have been you now to be honest okay so we put it up on instagram looking for people to send us their funny drink related stories and we got some absolute crackers so i'm gonna kick us off if you don't mind Fanil. i don't mind at all so this is from my good friend alice um i won't say her second name because i don't know if she actually wanted me to name her at all but hi alice <laughs> hi alice love you um so she said my screen was fucked on one side so this is, for, she had a phone, obviously. My screen was fucked on one side, but, which left it nearly impossible to text, especially on certain date naps. Basically, in order to send any messages, I had to turn my phone sideways and type them somewhere else and then copy them in. Sounds dramatic, but I was having a thirsty moment. I think I could have been in your house with the girls or we were already out and I was absolutely locked and wanted to reply to a really hot guy that I've been texting for a hot minute. So I just opened my phone up in my inbox and started typing away a rather dirty, flirty message. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Not looking at who I could have been sending it to. I go to copy the message, which was sloppy filth into said dating app and forgot to delete the original copy of the message. Fast forward to a couple more drinks later, I open my messages. Turns out I had sent the message to my brother too. I delete. <gasps> I deleted it straight away and we have never spoke of it. <laughs> oh she, my God. She also followed this up with, um, but I would literally send my brother 20 sex if it meant we could all get lit together right now. <laughs> oh, oh. I miss her so much. Oh God. What a sweet ending to a rather obscene story. That reminded me of, as I was talking about my sister saying, we drank all the drink that we got for my sister's hen on the first night. <laughs> of course you would. I loved the way I was talking about dry January because there was a hot tub and it was like, literally in the hot tub, it was like, you couldn't tell you were getting drunker when you were like. It's, there are low laws in hot tubs. Like, oh no, literally like hot tub chemicals to the brain. Like, Do you have one? Do I have one? Um, yes, I do. do. Actually, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I did. Um, I actually remind me of a just this is one for me that's a shorter one and then I'll go on to something that um someone sent me in. But at my friend Val's brother is 21st. So Val would be um, my best friend from Cove and um would be very close to her family and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And this was like one of the first kind of big events. And like we, I was 18 not all of us were 18. I was 18 and a few of the other girls were. And I ended up getting Tracy trash-faced, right? <laughs> like, what a great drag name. Yeah, I was after getting, like, I was after getting sick everywhere. I never told my parents this. So if my mom and dad this thing, I'm really, really sorry. Um, like, to the point where I was after getting sick of myself. And, like, I had to turn, I had one of these really long purple pencil skirts. I think it was my sister's. Sorry. What the fuck? Yeah, I thought it was really fucking flattering. It was not. On me, it wasn't, anyway. Um... And um, like I ended up just, I stayed in Val's house and I ended up having to just go and like, uh, like just be taken home, right? But one of the other girls, Rachel Murphy, had to be as well. And they were dropping her off in Glentown from Cork City, right? And they dropped Rachel off and Rachel got out. And I was like, all right, Tom, thanks a mil. Like, <laughs> get out as well. And Tom was like, where do you think you're going? We're another like. 20 kilometers from Cove like get back in the car you absolute psychopath they still bring it up and they still think it's really funny but I remember leaving the next morning I was I woke up and like fear of all fear because like after I'm gonna total tip myself in front of like my friend's family like now I to go home like sick all over my clothes what like it was just horrific I remember going out and like there was only one we had to go out the back door through the kitchen and like Val like Val's family and then like her like her parents and then like her some of her aunts and uncles were in the kitchen I remember just being like thanks bye and just like you saying bolting it out of the kitchen and I sent them all flowers after to be like I'm so sorry don't do something yeah, yeah there's nothing worse than feeling that shame in someone else's house oh exactly like whatever if you do to yourself like it's just I did that on even cert results night as well and went back I was staying in our friend Hannah's house and I remember coming in and she was just like, just say nothing and you'll be fine. Like, and I left, literally lost my heels, lost my keys, lost everything in the nightclub, got on the wrong minibus home. Like it was a whole saga. And then her mom picked us up and she was just like, you'll be grand, just say nothing and we'll just get straight to bed. And I remember going in and like, just saying nothing, kind of like smiling and nodding. And I went, I was like, sure, I'm going to go to bed, went to bed. And then like the Hannah said, the minute I left the room, her mom and dad were like, 
is Breed all right? Like she was holding onto that sideboard for a dear life. (laughs) (laughs) Just to stay upright, like I was gripping it. But yeah, there's nothing worse. Um, So this was one sent in by a listener. um, And this is very something we would do if we haven't already done this. Um, Me and my friend went back to a lad's house after college ran out and spent the night cleaning their house instead of writing because we were so drunk. LOL. That's me. Hello, that is so me. There's still videos of me screaming, Hi, I'm Barry Scott. Holding I think we've done that before. I remember going back to some house and cleaning. We used, I used to do that at Own Luke's all the time in first year. Just oh, to like gosh. make like make it worth my while, like worth their while having me there. Like oh my god. We got a good email in. Do you want to read that one? I have oh, yeah, now, okay. you said it was good. Hey guys, I'll try and make this as short and concise as possible. When I was around 18, I was in a nightclub at home that I regularly spent the weekend in. Myself and my friend had just arrived and were already hammered. My friend wanted smokes, so we went to the cigarette machine. As she was getting her smokes, I decided to slut drop while using the cigarette machine to keep my balance. Needless to say, I lost my balance completely and the cigarette machine came down on top of me. I lay there flattened, crying, laughing while the cigarette machine is just spewing out boxes of, boxes of smokes. Security eventually came over to us and I went off on the rest of my night, but later pulled was later pulled from the smoking area, kicked out and barred for a couple of months because the security footage looked like I had done it on purpose. I only got back in months months later after calling the manager and begging for forgiveness because I couldn't miss out in the sesh any longer and Drada hasn't got very many nightclub options um, love the podcast gals it's been keeping me occupied and somewhat sane in this weird time stay safe Ryan that's yeah, incredible that is, that is that's such a good visual isn't it I just yeah I can't stop you would, the machine just spraying them everywhere like how heavy would that be if it fell on you though I'd be crying I wouldn't be crying laughing I'd be just crying full stop Free fags though. True, yeah. If you're into that kind of that. thing. <gasps> Jinx. <laughs> um, will I take another one from the Q and A's? Yeah, not the first one though. I did that one. Oh, you're gonna take that? Okay. Um, let's take one from the DMs. Um, this is from Gemma. We won't give your second name. Hey, uh, Gemma. Hey guys, this is a long one. A few years ago, I went interrailing with a group of girls. Um, most I wasn't very close with, which will become evident in a minute. Our first night in Amsterdam, we went out in a pub crawl and I had no pockets or purse. So I put my hostel key, phone, etc. in another girl's bag. Most of the girl, most of the group left after two bars in brackets dry, but I stayed on because I fancied this guy. All the other girls had left me by myself at the end of the pub crawl and I went back to the guy's apartment and fell asleep. Nothing wild actually happened. I was just out of school and knew nothing about sex. But I woke up in his apartment the next morning with no phone, no keys, nothing to show my friends where I was. To top it off, his housemate came in the night before and broke his key in the lock. So the three of us were locked into their apartment. Oh I, my God. I was somewhere in Amsterdam with two random Australian lads and no clue where I was and no way of contacting my friends. The guys turned out to be really sound and we had the crack. They even walked me back to my hostel. I went to my hostel room and went to sleep as none of the girls were in my room. Well, four hours later, one of my friends came to find me and said my best friend had gone to the police to report me as missing. They decided to go on a walking tour that morning in case they would see me wandering the streets of Amsterdam. I don't know how logical that choice was. <laughs> All was well in the end when I explained the situation, but moral of the story is don't leave your stuff with a friend who's going to do a pub crawl early. 
love you guys. Um, I should have prefaced this by saying I was blackout drunk and refused to go home with the rest of the group wanted to. So I was equally stupid as they were to leave me. I love how I love how they were just like report the friend missing. Let's do our civic duty and go on a walking tour in case she turns up. <laughs> like, yeah, and they're like, and to the left we have your missing friend. Yeah, your missing friend. <laughs> oh god. Oh gosh. Um, um, Q&A do you want to take that one yeah so this is from Shane uh, not our Shane a different Shane had moved to Tokyo only a week woke up on the street seven kilometers from my apartment phone dead continued gave my wallet to a mate for safekeeping so no money no maps had to walk home <laughs> I love how blunt this is <laughs> in so I had to walk home in 28 degree heat humidity at 7 a.m in a neon sparkly red jacket didn't know the way, so just followed familiar-looking skyscrapers for about three hours. Only places open were Starbucks, but they didn't have free water. So I had to sustain myself on little paper shot-sized cups of cold milk. <laughs> 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 As bewildered staff stared in awe at the drunk flaming homo who was inhaling the semi-skim. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was good. Sorry. So I put it to my home group chat as well. And uh, Meg is just after reminding me. So at her 18th, um, one of our friends, like Sophie, she, her second name is, oh, maybe I shouldn't expose her like this, but she has a nickname, which basically implies that, which involves her second name, which basically implies that she's like hammered all the time, which she is. Um, And at Meg's 18th, Meg had to put Sophie to bed at eight o'clock. And then we went on to the nightclub or whatever at like half 11, 12 o'clock, whatever. And then Meg met Sophie in the nightclub and she was wearing her mom's kidney. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what the hell? Like, oh, Sophie's a bit iconic. There was another time. Oh God, maybe I shouldn't tell this. Doesn't really matter. Um, so Do it. it was like the summer of my leaving search and I'd finished and I was, was it the summer leaving search? Yeah, let's just say it was. I'd finished and I was working as a housekeeper at the time. And I had like a couple of days off in a row for the first time in ages. And the weather was really nice. And we went to my friend Annabelle's house. And again, I was poisoned by the demon cider. Uh, apple tree, I'll never drink it again because it's really strong. Um, Ended up drinking loads of it. And like, there was like loads of like older lads from the town that we'd kind of invited and they would have been friendly with like to try and be like mad and to try and like get into or whatever. And I ended up getting like so inebriated that at one point, like I was like dragging myself. Or Do you know when like dogs have um, worms? Yeah, dragging their ass along the floor. I ended up doing that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why and then my dad picked me up and he was like are you I and I was in the back seat now ready to pass away <laughs> and I was like if I can just get home and just go straight to bed like I'll be fine um because I don't even I don't even think I was eight I wasn't 18 I was 17 at this point um and my dad was like my dad turned around was pulling out of the driving he turned around he was like are you okay and I just puked and I, he was like so mad which understood yeah like how many how many times have your parents seen you get sick too many times as, a, as an adult as an adult well what you count as an adult now like like uh, due to drink too many times yeah I'm saying I was just like and I know there was loads of people like that I'm definitely not on my own but like too many times where I would just 
did the dog and I like too many times what's the one drink that you cannot can never have again because of your childhood or your I don't want to say childhood your teen your first experience with it as a teenager like or I like just, just a bad experience edge. with it mine is cider and aftershock blue aftershock or wicked um I can't drink Sambuca anymore because of what happened in electric and that's a story that I'm oh, actually yeah. going to tell I think I have told it on the Patreon episode before I think do you know when I told it I told it on the Brennan Fox episode if anyone wants to listen to that but yeah don't want to. I think I've put my parents through enough if they do listen to this which hopefully they don't so um that was not a good time it basically I just can't I can't really do shots unless they're baby Guinness now like I would love like past Manula must have had just I don't know how she ever did tequila or Sambuca like Sambuca would, you do one no I can't do either I might be able to do tequila I definitely can't do Sambuca but even the thought of it now I'm getting a stress headache thinking about it <laughs> um, in Ibiza I forgot about this because I asked Kian as well but um, uh, when we were in, when we were in Ibiza Kian was after buying like filas to like not he didn't buy them to match mine but I have like white filas and I wear them all the time and he bought white filas and we were like matching whatever they were like two like less than a week old when we went to Ibiza <laughs> a week old you know what I mean um, yeah baby and, baby filas yeah he took them off and like I don't know how it like we went um he took them off and we were at the pool or whatever and I don't know if this was the night before where they'd gone on a rollover basically and got, had gone out to the nightclub and him, Shane and Doyler went swimming on this beach and when they got out of the water after they realised it was a dog beach um, but they came back up obviously and went to bed or whatever and came was after realising that uh, he couldn't find the feelers. No uh, way. Yeah, and someone like some like someone was after robbing them, but we just couldn't stop taking the piss out of them because he was like the ghost of feel has passed. Like, I think that's a more of a funny end joke for us, but you had to be there, guys. You had to be there. Um, what else did the girls send in the chat? Um, Do you remember the wine in the milk carton and electric picnic? Sick. Absolutely sick. Sick, but also. <laughs> really good life hack if you if you do need something that will carry three liters of wine it's a three liter milk curtain fair um what else do we get sorry we got a few dms i'll have a look at these um kira messaged and said i went to 21st a couple of years ago and it was like the party of the year everyone was going to be there and i was so stressed out about looking good but I also wanted to get just get really drunk because obviously fifth year was really stressful in brackets lol I was late leaving as per usual and my friends wouldn't stop ringing me so I got all my shit together grabbed my water bottle full of vodka and went to the party it was about an hour and a half into the party and I just wasn't having fun whatsoever the drink wasn't affecting me and I am a serious lightweight and all my friends were like what the fuck is wrong with you so anyway my friend was like just take a shot of vodka from the bottle it will get you drunk which I did and you've probably guessed it by now it was a bottle of water I took the wrong bottle out of my room, so I've been drinking fucking water, mix it down up all night. I still get so wound up every time I think about it. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's like the opposite of. Do you know when you wake up and you have the glass of water next to your bedside table, but it's actually vodka, and you're like, Ugh. oh Jesus! I you wake up, you're thing. hanging on your perch, and you're like, you grab it, and it betrays you. Like, worse have you ever drank your contact lenses? No, you did that though. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I definitely didn't. But I've heard people doing it. 
No, I always just oh, wake no, up and do don't, don't know if I've taken them out. So then, like, for days, I'm just convinced I have one contact just floating around my eyeball somewhere. Um, yeah. Here's another one. Uh, a friend tried to get a taxi from Dublin to Sligo and had lost her phone and purse. I feel like a lot of people have done that. Do you just get in a taxi and you give, like, your home home address? Oh, Yeah. Sorry, someone just sent in a good one there, actually. Getting deliveries of shite I've ordered after wine drinking at home. I have three coming this week. Have you ever ordered something after being, like, sauced? Something um, like- something ridiculous. No, no. <laughs> no. What are you laughing at? N- nothing. I actually I think I know what you're laughing at, but we can't say. <laughs> no, not, nothing that I'm willing to talk about. This one is a bit grim, but I think I might read it anyway because <laughs> when they sent in the first part I didn't see the second part I was like what um, this is I can't see oh, sorry I'm about to play the story again but again threw up sorry threw up the morning after looking at my sick thought I'd thrown up a tampon thought I salted <laughs> in a really niche way but it was just burger bun with ketchup on it that's just <laughs> oh god that is looking sick that is pretty oh. um, is that all of them no, so I'd asked um <laughs> uh I'd a- so I asked Keen as well and Keen, oh, yeah. Keen came back to me about so now I've asked someone else for context of this, one of his other friends, but he hasn't got back to me on time. Shane, screw you. Oh, but he's caught up in the podcast. He's a big fan. So basically he said one of his friends got sick in his pocket before and flat out tried to deny it. <laughs> and that's why I was like, oh, <laughs> Can you explain this to me? But um, he has written back yet, so. We'll put it on stories when he does get back. We'll screenshot it and put it up. Well, how would you just yeah. get sick in someone's pocket? What's what's the weirdest thing you've ever gotten sick into? Oh, I couldn't. Um... Did you ever get sick in your handbag or anything? I don't think I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew you would have. Oh, sorry. My housemate just messaged me and said, I got thrown out of a pool party at the MGM in Vegas because they thought I was having sex in the pool. It was actually another girl who was having sex in the pool and not me. Hang on, she's typing. I wait. We're in the same swimsuit or something. Must have been or something. Does she have some kind of doppelganger? Um, I she said I bawled like bawled as they threw me out. Oh my god, trauma. Oh, Kira. <laughs> oh, don't expose her. Ah, oh, she won't mind. Um, my other housemate said when he was go- he was going out with the girl before and um, sometimes when he's drunk, he sleepwalks like the night of. And there was some some night out or whatever, they'd been drinking in the house and uh, he obviously woke up in the middle of the night and started sleepwalking and um, thought, went to the bathroom, I think. Sorry, because that's what he was saying. He really needs to piss usually and then he ends up sleepwalking. <laughs> he usually really needs to piss. <laughs> anyway yeah so then he, end, he ended up walking it he ended up walking in balls naked like into his girlfriend's friends like housemates room and like she had to like kind of prompt him back into the other room and they never oh, after and she, ha- she he hasn't seen her since because he ended up uh he's not seeing the girlfriend anymore so oh god <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh. Hang on. So to carry, I'm going all over the place with stories here, but to go back to the pool party story. So Kira said, "I bu- uh, sorry, continuously exposing her. I don't think she really minds though. She was like, I bawled, like bawled as they threw me out. 
But then the sadness turned to anger and I started accusing them of defamation and the right to privacy. And I rang my parents at 1am in the morning Irish time to try and convince them to take a case against the MGM. Oh my God. <laughs> Iconic. Um, Imagine you birth a child like that. Uh, Shane is also typing about um, this getting sick in the pocket story. Um, so hopefully we'll have that imminently. Um, I wake with bated breath. Uh, <laughs> the girls went on holidays to Goleen before. They got like a caravan and like... They, like to where? To Goleen. It's like, a, it's like it's a small like place down in Cork. And... Um, they they got for whatever reason, and they're after sending this video on. Megan is absolutely pissed herself laughing at it, but they were they left the gas on all night and pretty much. Nearly, oh Jesus! Like literally, they said they were going absolutely loopy in the night, and then they woke up and realized why. Like, oh my god, that's really really not funny, Vanilla. Oh, but they lived like it's fine. Oh my god! Like the like they. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be a good way now. In fairness. Um, have you ever approached a celebrity or a famous person drunk? Uh, you know I have. And <laughs> I'm not not Blana Tracy. We don't have to. I'm not Tracy. talking about Blana Tracy again. Who I know, but you know what? I I go up to people and I tell Are them. Are you they talking about Pat Byrne from The Voice? <laughs> oh my god! I forgot about Pat Byrne from The Voice. He was a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't say that breed to come after us no in fairness I think I was just hammered that was what it, he was in DCU for some for like the a mock wedding or something wasn't it yeah they did it was like a mini DCU collaboration um, sorry we were also do you remember I only thought about this the other day and we don't talk about it enough but do you remember when we got up on stage with Mickey Joe and sang with him for We've Got the World how can I ever and forget and he was like, like everyone was way too close to him, and he hated it. <laughs> Truly, yeah. True. Hammered. Oh god. But yeah. Have you? Other than Pat Byrne and Mickey Joe and Blond and Tracy. Um. Oh, I'm trying to think. I remember seeing Tally Heffernan in District Eight before, but I was too drunk to say it to her. But we were like kind of looking at each other. We were like dancing, having a buzz. And I was like, I really want to say something to you, but I have no words right now. Um, mm, I don't I don't think so otherwise. Like other than James Blunt, like I made a right ticket of myself in front of James Blunt, but I doubt he remembers. But he remembered enough. He, he definitely doesn't remember. Yeah, don't flatter yourself, babes. Oh, don't be rude. Don't flatter yourself, babes. Um, no, I don't think so. Unfortunately. Um and should we get any other messages in? I don't think so. Oh, uh, why won't Shane, Shane stop typing about the getting sick in the pocket story? Get him on the line. Uh honestly, get him on the line. Um we knew a guy from home who we went to school with and he tried to pay a tax driver and chewing gum before. I mean like we've done worse to Brendan Fox, if you like. I paid mm. Brendan in mince pies before Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think that was deliberate though. You just left him in the taxi though, didn't you? No, I brought them with me for like especially for him. <laughs> yeah. 
especially for you. For you. <laughs> is especially for you. I feel like we're going to get in really funny ones after this as well. We didn't get any more emails. I know. We should have given them more time. We'll poll some of them anonymously. Oh, sorry. We got another one in here now. Yes. Thank you. Um, will I say your name? Fresh off the press. We'll say uh, Leah. Because <laughs> her name is Leah. Sorry. A few months ago, there <laughs> <laughs> a few months ago. let's just say oh God, yeah. you literally just picked her name um, a few months ago girls and I went to Prague and of course we went to a pub crawl we were walking home afterwards and me and one of the other girls were drunk as skunks and we decided to run around the corner um, ahead of the others we ended up tripping over each other and trying to catch each other meaning that we hit the footpath our arms were, oh Jesus, our arms were tangled and we had nothing to break our fall. I had fallen face first on the curb. When I went to push myself up, I saw blood dripping from my head and onto the pavement. I looked across and my friend was life, was lying lifeless beside, lying Jesus. <laughs> beside me. I honestly thought she was dead. Our friends caught up to us and my friend was still unconscious and my friend, my face was dripping with blood and tears. When the ambulance came, the paramedics, <laughs> the paramedics said very little English, but two local guys stopped and helped with translating. I was put sitting on a bench across the street with one of them while they tried to wake up my friend. Oh my God, she's typing for the rest. Don't leave us hanging, anonymous. The, what if the friend is dead? We've gone too far now. But like, that's not a funny drunk story. Why would you send that into an anonymous question box? Fair. <laughs> we went to Prague and we were on a pub crawl and my friend died like that's not a boss that's really not a boss Jesus Shane prepare to edit this out oh god Leah please hurry up she's actually writing this in real time I'll check if Shane finished the pocket story it's too many Shane selfish of you Shane it's selfish of you (laughs) stop you'd know we were absolutely fully deranged quarantine mode yeah i'm not even drunk this way yeah we're not drunk right now do you know we are drunk on off the wagon patreon only series please subscribe they sorry if you are a patron or were thinking of signing up we had some difficulties with the cheaper brother dozen episode the bonus episode for movie club it's up now sorry i had a barf coming out that just would not come out there (laughs) (laughs) what stop talking through burps the I'm only podcast that burps their way through life. Like, <laughs> I'm sick um, of it. She is a legend and she is the moment. Jeez, Leah, come on. You're killing us here. Do you have anything to fill the space? <laughs> oh, please don't listen, um, for God's sake. <laughs> um, what was I going to do? I could tell that joke. No, I won't tell that joke. No, don't tell the joke. Definitely not. Oh, sorry, Leah replied. Okay, sorry. So bring to bring you back to the story. I was sitting oh, yeah. on the, they put We're in Prague. We're in Prague. We're in Prague. I was put sitting on a bench across the street with one of them while they tried to wake up my friend. Being as drunk as I was, I forgot about the whole ambulance thing and started chatting up your man. He didn't have as much English, but I decided the language he was speaking was French, which I conveniently did in school. Just sweet parlay français became a running joke. She's typing again. She's, She's killing dragging us. the air side of this now. You're killing us here. You're like. <laughs> um, oh, like we, I think we say every week that our episodes are chaotic, but this is particularly bad now. We should have planned. It's all the time in the world. Um, do you remember last summer 
one of my friends ended up in hospital because we were jumping into bin bags on Georgia Street. Oh, yes. That, don't do, do that. that? Don't do da- that. It, I don't even think it was. I think we dared ourselves to do it, jump into the bin bags and then she fell on a on a upright pint glass that was sh- shattered. Oh, God. And now she has a gammy knee. <laughs> oh, God. Don't do what Donnie don't does. As the old thing goes. Yeah, I don't know. Is that from Learning Land? Is that from Learning From The Simpsons, you rat. Interesting. Um, I can't hear you. I keep talking over you. I said, are you going to have a drink tonight? I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. Absolutely. But I probably won't. I'm probably going to... I think Monday nights they have to be sacred. Maybe I'll be back on it tomorrow. Sacred to who? I don't know. Fair. Have I told the story about trying to order wine in the Chinese on my 18th? No. Well, it was my 18th. Sorry, it was my 17th. No, tell me. And like everyone goes to the Chinese like in coal for their birth. Can't do anything else. And um, we went and I was like... Yes, you have told it. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to ask for the wine menu. Have I told it on this podcast? Yeah. Our listeners. Oh, no, anyway. you... I asked for the wine menu. You basically menu. got ID'd in a Chinese. <laughs> I got ID'd in a Chinese. And it was extremely embarrassing thinking I could get away with the order without that's ID. That's it. That's the whole story. Mega legend, maybe. That's, yeah, that's it. That's the story. I need someone to... I need, like, Colleen Rooney or someone in your one to start scrapping again for content because I... This is proving extremely difficult. Yeah, someone suggested we should do an episode on dreams. I think that would be cool. I could do some dream analysis. Yeah, that'd be a good one. If people submit their dreams, I could tell them what it means. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah, we could do that. I might back out though. Let's not let's not commit. <laughs> Fair. Leah is still typing. Are we, are we waiting for Leah? Fuck's sake. I feel like this is going to go nowhere. Oh, this, I need like a, I need a fireworks ending here. Or I'm, I'm going to kick off. <laughs> to be honest. Especially for you. Do, do, do. God, we just keep... We got a good run there again and then we lost the fucking run of it again. Can you message because my phone is going to die? Yeah. I'll pick it up. It should be a message request. Or is that it? Has she finished? No, hang on. So where did we finish off? I was sitting on the bench across from them. Oh no, yeah, she's still on the Je suis parlé français became a running joke. I genuinely think that was the whole story for Nina. (laughs) Why did she try to stop? Oh... (laughs) I, I built that up in my own head I'm really sorry it wasn't her fault it was the, my delivery of it so our friend has passed out and she started flirting with the medic is it that's funny <laughs> funny and relatable yeah. funny and relatable scenes it's like something we did look we'll leave it there yeah I think we need to leave it there my god this is fucking questionable the best of times Um. yeah any mini bandwagons 
Um, we do have some. Yep. Um, what is that? What did I watch on Netflix last night? Love Wedding Repeat. Is that what it's called with Ashling B? Right. Okay. Very good. Very funny film with Ashing B. Um, I think it's Love Wedding Repeat. Ashing B. Um, the prince from the Huntsman, the girl, the friend from Angus Tongs and Perfect Snogging. Sorry, and just the lots of good actors. Huntsman. Who who would know that? That is a niche. <laughs> niche, niche. You will know when you see him. You'll, you will know right. when you see him. Hang on, let me just find out his name because that's Love Wedding Repeat, twenty twenty film. Um, do you know the friend, the tall, lanky friend from Angus Tongs and Perfect Snogging? Vaguely, yeah. Uh, she is the lead. She's one of the leads in it as well. She looks great still. Sam Claffin, he's shit hot. You'll know him when you see him. Olivia oh, Munn is in it. She's Sam also, Claffin, yes. She's also shit hot. Um, Joel Fry, Ashley B. Just a lot of Tim Key, just a lot of good British faces. Um, it's very funny. Val was watching it earlier when we were trying to record and she kept laughing out loud. Rude of Val. So, Sign of a good show. Very rude of Val, but like. It's a movie, yeah. So can't recommend that at all. Um, you had one. What? Um, I was going to say this starts on Friday, but it's uh, too hot to handle. Um, for any of my oh my god, yeah. Um, upcoming reality show produced by Fremantle Production Company, Talk Back. Um, it's eight episodes. Starts on the seventeenth of April, and basically it forces all these single people to live on an island without having sex and see it. The CNN headline is too hot to handle is basically extreme social distancing for money. So every time they do something that's like relatively horny, like kissing, even like the prize money goes down. They basically just have to try and stay away from each other, but it's people from all over the world. There's a girl from Cork in it, but there's like Aussie guys, American people, English people. Like it looks Good. It looks like absolute trash for the brain. And you know what? Sign me up. It's badly needed. Yeah, it doesn't seem that difficult. Like if you go by Love Island, like they're all strangers anyway. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like it's heavily produced, but I'm here for it. Um, finally, did you watch the bonus episode to Tiger King? Not yet. Is it okay. worth it? Incredible. Yeah. It is. Like, I don't expect a lot from it and just take it for what it is and it's fine. But, like, it's Joel McHale who I love um, and he interviews... No, He doesn't interview, like, Carol or anyone. It's kind of just a lot of the side players. Um, but it is. Like, you do get answers to questions that have come up on social media since. So it is... I suppose it is good. And they're all kind of, like, fan questions, so... I love I would recommend it. Joel McHale so, so much. It's That's nice. a, I said that to the girls. I was like, isn't Joel McHale just the hottest man in the world? And they were like, Breed, that is, if I've ever seen a man that's your type, it's him. He's so funny and like, he's really like confident or something. I don't, I just fancy him from community. He's just such a dickhead. Yeah, no, like he's very like, uh, treat him mean, keep him keen. Like, you know, I feel like, yeah. same as John Mayer, I feel like he'd be a bit of a dickhead to you, but you just love it. Like, yeah totally oh, I'm weak for him but he's very That's funny in this and he yeah. is like very sarcastic and like asks the hard questions but makes it funny like he asks Jeff Lowe about the nanny and like it's he he does make he makes it really 
Yeah. I'm not surprised Carl didn't do it because I'd say Carl was like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Do you know? A fan, like. Yeah, you wouldn't blame her. Um, I will watch that, so, because I need um, some answers. Uh, I think that's a good place to leave it off. Yeah, I think so. I probably need a drink after how chaotic this was. I know. I'm God, I'm so sorry to anyone listening or to anyone. If you made it this far, my God, you pour yourself a drink. Raise your glass. <laughs> um, and if you have any nice espresso martini recipes that I can make at home, please send them to me. Do. Um, thanks so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. I have been Fula. I've been Breed. Leave. We are very sorry. <laughs> We're very sorry. Um, I was going to say maybe rate and review, but I can imagine after listening to this episode, it wouldn't be pleasant. So maybe don't. Um, <laughs> we are on Banang's podcast all over the social medias. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.